0: The information contained in this podcast is general in nature and is not to be taken as financial or personal advice. It does not consider your objectives, financial situation, or needs. You should consider whether this information is suitable for you and your personal circumstances before acting on it. Hi, and welcome to The Home Run, your guide to buying your first home in Australia. On this show, I'll walk you through the home buying process from every angle. We cover steps to take, the pitfalls to avoid, and the answers to all your questions you've been dying to ask. No matter what stage you're at, you'll learn everything you need to know about buying your first home. I'm your host, Michael Nasser, and I'm a mortgage broker at Street, and I really love helping people buy their first home. In today's episode, we're going to go through some exciting news that's recently developed for first home buyers. Now, it's important to note that the information in today's podcast is specifically aimed for people in New South Wales and the changes that we're gonna be speaking about are only relative to people purchasing property in New South Wales, first home buyers purchasing properties within New South Wales. So if you're listening from another state, today you may not get as much information as you would like, or perhaps you get some information that makes you decide, hey, maybe I should move to New South Wales for this. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a recent change that the New South Wales government has initiated with regards to stamp duty and what's known as property tax. And today, at the day of recording is the 11th of November, 2022. And these changes are being passed to take effect as of tomorrow, the 11th of November. They were passed yesterday, the 10th. So it's all pretty new stuff. It's all quite fresh off the press. And it's important to run through these items because it is pretty substantial in terms of the changes it could mean for a first home buyer getting to the property. And as we know, the listeners of our podcast are predominantly first home buyers. And so to run through these could be quite beneficial. As well as running through the changes that will be occurring in this particular space, we'll go through some FAQs and some scenarios just to paint an example. And before I jump into it, obviously through this particular medium, it is audio. So you can't visualize or see anything. So anything that I speak about are available as show notes further on. And there's also a link to some content that we've created that enables you to go in and see this in a visual space as well. So let's get going and let's actually work out what is all this about. So as I've mentioned, yesterday, the 10th of November, 2022, the New South Wales Parliament had passed a new law which enabled 1st home buyers to choose between paying a smaller property fee or potentially still a large upfront stamp duty on their first purchase. It's important to note, guys, as it currently stands in New South Wales, when someone buys a home, they are required to pay what's known as stamp duty. And it's effectively a tax. It's a tax for transferring the property from one person to yourself. It is a state-based tax, and that's why this is only relative to New South Wales purchases. It's not relevant to other states because of this particular type of tax. As it stands, stamp duty is currently based on the purchase price and it works on a regular up and down scale, meaning the more expensive the property is, the more the stamp duty that will be charged. So the New South Wales government has identified the fact that one of the main barriers to entry when it comes to purchasing your first property is the deposit and also the funds that you need initially to contribute with prices of property increasing so dramatically in the recent past. And that could be from the last sort of 10 or 15 years. They are looking at ways basically that enable 1st home buyers to get into the market a little bit easier. And this is one of the initiatives that they've come up with. It's known as the first home buyer choice. And as mentioned, it was passed through parliament on the 10th of November, which at the time of recording was yesterday. And it actually can take effect as of tomorrow, which is the 12th of November. And we'll get more into that as we get through the podcast. It's important that there's an eligibility criteria and we'll go through that as well. And basically, it can be on houses as well as land only. So it does apply in those instances as well. So in order to go through the eligibility, we can jump through that now. So how do you become eligible? Or actually, before we jump into that, what is this whole thing? What is this new property tax or what is this new way of paying stamp duty? So as mentioned earlier, as it currently stands, if you're purchasing a property, you have to pay stamp duty at the first instance or at the beginning of the purchase transaction. So, when settlement occurs, at that point you're paying stamp duty. That stamp duty is relative to the purchase price or the fair estimation of the valuation of the house. What has now taken place or what the new option is, which is known as the first home buyer choice, is instead of paying this stamp duty, you can opt in for a annual property tax. So, an annual property tax in this example is effectively a tax that will be payable. And it's a lot smaller than an upfront stamp duty cost. And it's worked out in a particular way. And the way that it's worked out is effectively 0.3% of the land value. I'll probably mention this again throughout the podcast, but stamp duty is based on the purchase price, which obviously factors in house and land, if that's applicable. Whereas the property tax, and there's a clear distinction to be made there, This is the property tax we're talking about, which is only applicable to first home buyers is based on the land value only and how the land value comes about is, I guess, a conversation for potentially another day. But it's important to note that when they're looking at the property tax, we're not looking at the total value or total purchase price. We're looking at the land component only and the value of that. So that 0.3% is based on the land value. And on top of that, they do put a $400 levy charge. It is a little bit different for investment properties and I'll get to that as we talk more about the eligibility and some other questions in mm-hmm. relation to this. I just wanted to add that the initiative will lower upfront costs for home purchases and it will help boost the rate of ownership in New South Wales. And that's the intention of the scheme. With the rising house prices, home ownership has declined from around 70% in the 90s to 64% today. And potentially that decline has been because of the cost of younger people trying to get into the market and lower income groups. So The savings required to meet the upfront costs of a home purchase are an important barrier. And what this scheme does is effectively tries to remove this barrier somewhat. And by removing this obligation to pay stamp duty, it will lower the upfront costs, potentially can cut up to two years of saving time needed for many first home buyers to save the required funds that they need to transact on a property. And that's a real benefit of this particular scheme. It does try to reduce and lower that barrier of getting into the market. And so I think it's very beneficial in that particular regard. In order to talk more about the eligibility, I'll run through what the requirements are for your benefit. So to be eligible, you must be an individual. You've got to be over 18 years of age. You or at least one person you're buying with must be an Australian citizen or permanent resident. You or your spouse, if involved, must not have previously owned or co-owned residential property in Australia or received a first home buyer grant or duty concession. The property that you are buying must be worth less than or equal to $1.5 million. And you must move into the property within 12 months of purchase and live in it continuously for at least six months. You must sign the contract of purchase on or after the scheme commencement date, and we'll talk to that in particular. As I've alluded to, if you are eligible, the property tax payments are based on the land value of the purchased property, and the rates for 2022 and 2023 will be $400 plus 0.3% of land value for properties whose owners live in them. And if you decide to have it as an investment property, and this scenario will play out not if you purchase it as an investment property, it wouldn't be eligible in that instance. If you have lived in it for a period of time, for the six months, say, and you've decided that you now want to convert it into an investment property, it's at this point, a different rate applies. So again, important to note that if it's an investment property, it can't be purchased as an investment property. It's your first home that's converted into an investment property at a later date. And in that instance, it would be a $1,500 levy charge plus 1.1% of the land value for investment purposes. It's important to note as well, guys, that this particular rate of 0.3% for owner-occupiers and 1.1% if it's an investment property will increase yearly. And obviously that's based on a number of factors. So it's not going to be necessarily set on that. And as the years roll on, that increase will be made known. What I want to do now is actually go into some of the frequently asked questions or points for consideration and discussion when it comes to what you may be thinking when it comes to these particular questions. So what is the first home buyer choice? And it's important that you guys note the name of this, the first home buyer choice. So the first home buyer choice is effectively the name of the scheme, which will enable first home buyers to opt to pay either stamp duty, which is the way that it's currently conducted, or instead of that, opting to pay the property tax. First-home buyers will continue to be eligible for the first-home buyer stamp duty exemption and concessions. Now, when does the first-home buyer choice scheme come into effect? Eligible first-home buyers who purchase a property from the 16th of January 2023 will be able to choose if they want the property tax to apply or if they want to pay stamp duty to complete their transaction. So the official start date is the 16th of January 2023. However, as mentioned earlier, legislation did pass yesterday and because it's passed, it is now law. And there is the potential that for contracts that are signed between the period of tomorrow, the 12th of November, through to the 15th of January, which is before the official commencement date, eligible first home buyers can apply to choose property tax. However, they will still need to pay stamp duty and then they apply for a refund of stamp duty from the 16th of January, 2023. So that means that potentially... From the 12th of November 2022, if you sign a contract, you can at that point opt to do the property tax option as opposed to paying the full stamp duty cost. But in doing so, as it currently stands between the 12th of November 2022 and the 15th of January 2023, you will still need to pay the stamp duty at settlement. However, after the 16th of January, you will be able to apply for a refund of that stamp duty and you'll be converted over to the annual property tax option. Although it's available right now as of tomorrow. And by the time this comes out, it will be available at that particular point, depending on how or when you're listening to this. So if you do buy now, then obviously you're going to pay it, fork it out, but you are going to get it back. So it's important to note that, but you need to let your conveyancer or your solicitor know that that's the option that you're going for. And they'll know to submit the relevant paperwork, to as well as Office of Revenue. And then from that particular point, they can make it work. I guess in order to determine whether it's going to be right for you, one of the main considerations that you're probably going to need to make is what's going to be in it for me cost effectively or from a cost perspective, if I do property tax or if I pay stamp duty and there is no right or wrong. It's what's best for your situation. There are online tax calculators and we can link to those in the show notes that will get you going through what would be the better option for you, assuming better is cheaper or the lesser amount. That's basically something to consider. It's important to note as well, and I guess this is just a little bit of data that can generalize the information that we're talking about here. With stamp duty, it is a once-off fee. So you do pay it at the beginning and you never have to pay it again for that particular property. The annual property tax, however, is going to be an annual fee ongoing for as long as you have the property. So if you're looking at retaining this property for a 15 20 30 year period obviously over a period of time it might not financially be as beneficial because you'll be paying more tax but if you intend to hold it for 5 10 or 15 years potentially then it might be worthwhile to pay stamp duty Now, i will go through some examples that may illustrate at what point would it be beneficial i guess suffice to say that in new south wales the average time people have their properties are generally as an average would be around 10 years. And so if you're using that as a bit of a figure now, when it comes to first homes, in my experience, first home buyers generally move on pretty quickly, whether depending on their circumstances or situation, I would be surprised if people are staying in their first properties that they bought for more than 10 years. But I guess on average, it might even be a little bit less. You could say three years, four years, five years, depending on your situation. But I guess that's a consideration that you're going to factor in to making this decision. If you're intending from the outset to live in the property for 30 years, then the stamp duty option might be the better option to go for. But if it's something that you're thinking, we're only going to be in here for five or 10 years, then maybe the property tax might be worthwhile. So that's important to note. Now, in terms of when the property tax will be payable, the property tax will be paid in quarterly or annual installments, similar to council rates. And obviously, as a first-time buyer, you wouldn't have paid council rates before. But perhaps somebody that has, but it's either done once or in quarters as you particularly choose. The property will be assessed. So the land value will be assessed once per year in the financial year. That's important because this particular property tax is based on the land value as mentioned. The land value will ultimately increase. And so that will be taken into consideration for each year. And that's assessed at some time in the financial year. The property tax liability will commence from settlement of the property purchase. So if you're a first home buyer, and you purchase a property partway through the financial year, the liability will be reduced basically to a daily pro rata basis so that the purchaser only pays for the number of days that they own the property within that relevant financial year. So you wouldn't be eligible for the full year if you buy it halfway through the financial year. So that's an important thing to note. With this particular scheme, if you decide to pick one option or the other, you can't actually change your mind. First home buyers, when they have the choice and they select the choice of either stamp duty or property tax prior to settlement, it can't be changed. So if you've decided to go down the path of the property tax, then you will be subject to that property tax up until you sell the property, if you do. And likewise, if you do pay stamp duty at the beginning, I mean, there is no need. I couldn't see why you would wanna request it, but there wouldn't be the availability to swap it over. If you paid stamp duty, you're not paying anything. So to want to go to something that is payable, that probably isn't going to be the case however there might be situations where we could consider or think that it's reasonable that somebody's going to go well hold on i'm on property tax i'm over it now can i go and just pay a one lump sum and not have to worry about this again and the answer to that is basically no so that's basically it you've got to be eligible as we've discussed and also the time of selecting whether you decide to go the property tax or the stamp duty is before settlement and your conveyance or solicitor will guide you through that process as well so that's effective. The best way to demonstrate this at this particular point, having run through a bit about the first home buyer choice scheme and how it applies and what it is and who's eligible, and as well as going through some, I guess, some points about it, it'll be some scenarios as to how does this actually unfold in the real world? And how is this going to help me make my choice or my decision? Or what does that look like? So I'll just run through some scenarios that will maybe illustrate what this actually is and how this actually works. So we have got a few scenarios that we'll run through. I've got three in particular. Now, obviously, all of these are in New South Wales. As to where, that's not necessarily that important. Could be anywhere in New South Wales. So Lucy and George are buying their first home for $650,000 with a land value of $340,000. And again, as mentioned, the land value now becomes important when we're talking about property tax because that's the component that the percentage is worked out on. So ordinarily stamp duty in this scenario on a $650,000 home would be $24,000. $555. Because Lucy and George are first home buyers, they are actually exempt from stamp duty. And again, for those that don't know, if you're purchasing property in New South Wales as a first home buyer, and it's less than $650,000, there is no stamp duty. So obviously, in this scenario, it's pretty clear that they don't opt for property tax, because as it currently stands, they are eligible for a stamp duty concession, a full stamp duty concession. So that would be zero. Obviously, doesn't make logical sense to opt for property tax at a fee when they can get this particular property. And again, it's just important to note here that although it is available, perhaps in your situation, it may not necessarily be applicable because your purchase price is six fifty dollars or less. And in that instance, you wouldn't necessarily need to worry about this. It's obviously not necessarily designed for you because there are other schemes that would be able to assist you in that particular scenario. So that's Lucy and George. The second scenario that I'm going to run through is Jacinta. So Jacinta is buying her first home. A $750,000 apartment. The apartment has land value of $270,000. So the purchase was $750,000. However, the land value of that purchase is $270,000. As an eligible first home buyer, Jacinta qualifies for a concessional rate of stamp duty, which in this case is $20,870. And in 2022-2023, the annual property tax for this apartment would be $1,210. Jacinta is hoping to upgrade to a larger home in about five years, and she thinks she will end up paying less tax under the property tax option. So she chooses property tax. And that makes sense. Again, in order to determine this and just running some really rough numbers, just for your purposes, as it currently stands, she's purchasing a property at $750,000. The land value is $270,000. In this instance, if she was to opt for the stamp duty, there is a concession. However, the stamp duty payable is still $20,000. 870 And that's worked out off the purchase price. If she opts for the property tax, it would be $1,210. And that's based on the 0.3% of the land value, plus the $400 annual levy as well. And obviously, the critical component here is that she's intending to sell the property in five years. So with the annual property rate, because she's only intending to keep it for five years, At $1,210, we're looking at roughly $6,000 or thereabouts that she'd be eligible to pay. And if she goes down the stamp duty path, it's going to be $20,000. So you can see one hand is going to be $6,000. On the other hand, it's going to be roughly $20,000. So it's easy to see why she would make the decision to go with the property tax option. Again, the key factor there is that she's intending to sell it within five years. And i would probably say even if she intends to keep it for 10 years, it probably will still work out. A little bit less, as we can see in that instance, stamp duty is roughly twenty thousand dollars, and the property tax on the apartments roughly twelve hundred per year. So it's going to be at least eighteen years before she's going to be in a worse situation going that option. And they are the type of calculations in this scenario and in your scenario potentially that you'd want to factor in in terms of knowing which way to go. Okay. So the last scenario that I want to discuss is Remy and Allison. So Remy and Allison are buying their first home, a $1.2 million townhouse. The land value for this property is $720,000. Stamp duty on the property is going to be $50,875. And the purchase price is above the threshold for any first home buyer stamp duty concession. So they're going to be paying the full freight of stamp duty. In 2022, 2023, property tax on this property would be $2,560. Remy and Allison are not sure how long they're going to live in the property but they have heard that half of all owner occupiers sell their property in approximately 10 years. Not having to pay stamp duty would really help lower their upfront costs to the purchase. So Remy and Allison choose the property tax option. Now, what makes this particular scenario unique, but also brings in the real positive of the first home buyer choice scheme is that in this scenario, not knowing the deposit that they're going to contribute, but if we're assuming it's going to be 20%, To add the $50,000 stamp duty cost onto that really brings up the amount of funds that they need to contribute from the outset. Now, in this scenario, if they don't have that $50,000, it's quite clear that property tax becomes your best option. Because if you don't have the $50,000, well, what options do you have? And now you have an option. In the past, you didn't. Now you've got the property tax option. And the property tax option in this instance is $2,560. So we can really see where this particular scheme comes to the fore and will really help first home buyers. It's not going to require you to fork out as much stamp duty upfront as you would be required to do. And that's the real positive of this. And I think the last scenario there of Remy and Allison helped demonstrate the true benefit of this particular scheme. If you don't have those costs saved, then you can opt for the property tax option, which allows you to get into your property a little bit sooner, your first property. When you're looking at the benefits of it, yes, you're looking at, am I saving more or what scenario am I spending less? But you've also got the benefit of, hold on, I don't have the funds. And so I don't really have an option in terms of what I'm going to choose. But at least I have this option within that where I can actually go for the property tax option. Whereas in the past, if I didn't have the $50,000 in Remy's case, then obviously he wouldn't have been able to transact, but now he can. And that's the real benefit of this particular incentive and this particular new property tax. So I guess if you're a first home buyer and you're looking for your first home, this is one particular mechanism that's going to enable you to jumpstart your purchase process. And depending on the price of the property and also the land value, it might be beneficial for you to consider this as an option. If you're a little bit unsure as to what you want to pick, then obviously you can reach out to your mortgage broker or to your bank manager or your bank relationship person, and they should be able to assist you in terms of picking the right thing. And obviously, if you want to reach out to us, we're more than happy to help out and navigate that particular way forward for you and guide you through how this potentially could be beneficial for yourself and what you can get out of the particular new scheme. So perhaps not the most exciting topic when it comes to going through the scenario, but I think a very, very monumental incentive that's been initiated by the New South Wales government. And I do think it is going to help some people jump onto the property market that perhaps might have held off for that particular reason of paying such a large stamp duty. There are benefits of both and there are negatives of both, whether you decide to go stamp duty or whether you go first home buyer choice. But the important thing is that now you have that choice and that empowers you to potentially purchase a property. If you've got any questions about today's episode or if there's something that you want to discuss, feel free to reach out to us at The Home Run or myself at Lens Street and we'll be more than happy to help out. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Home Run, your guide for buying your first home in Australia. This podcast was produced by Lens Street. Lendstreet is a mortgage broker and home loan specialist that helps first home buyers find the right loan to meet their needs. We know applying for a loan can be overwhelming and complex, so we help guide and support first home buyers through the process from start to finish. To find out more, head to our website, lenstreet.com.au. We've also put a link in the show notes. To make sure you don't miss an episode of The Home Run, be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app. And while you're there please leave us a five-star review. It really helps others find the show. I'm Michael Nasser, and we'll be back next episode covering another step on the journey to owning your first home.